0: podcast brought to you by the Newtown Players in Lexington Park, Maryland. I am your host Stacey Oosdrink and I have a history lesson for you tonight. Okay, before you everybody goes and turns it's not really that kind of history lesson. We have some amazing guests tonight who are going to kind of lead us through the history of how the Newtown Players became involved with the very, now very successful Shakespeare in the City. That's the outdoor Shakespeare that happens every summer. And so um, I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves because that's how I roll.
1: Hi, I'm Erin Meisinger.
0: I'm Jenny
2: Meisinger. Hello, I am Beth Sanford.
0: So you three are like, the, and I'm going to mix authors, I understand, but it's like you guys are the three musketeers of the <laughs> Billy Shakes fan club, because before there was a Shakespeare in the city, you guys were making a Shakespeare in the city happen, just the three of you.
1: Well, uh, there were some other people involved, and Hamm- at the time Hammett, now yes. Mason, and Cheryl Gateman also uh, were you and well, Cheryl and Let's rewind. Let, let's rewind. take a
3: little
0: okay. How Years did we get to this point? In the 80s. Mm-hmm. Way we back in the 80s.
1: <laughs> <laughs> back when I started here. <laughs> in the <laughs> olden days. Uh, before computers. So uh, there used to be a summer uh, Shakespeare was, program. Maryland, Maryland Shakespeare, Shakespeare Festival it. is what they called it, even though they only did one Shakespeare play. But it was a festival. They did Gilbert and Sullivan and uh William Shakespeare so I but it's should, the
0: Shakespeare festival
4: yeah
1: but they call it that a way. lot
0: of Shakespeare
4: festivals go that way all right like classic works and yeah
1: so uh so it was it was that and they'd done it for a few years and they would they would go up to DC and audition actors and bring them down and what they didn't tell the actors is the day job was to work for the living history of the museum and that's what paid them <laughs> and then they did they got to do the theater at night so, they did a number of, of Shakespeare and other even like Baker's Opera, Three Penny Opera. Um, they did. What
4: did they do on
1: just H- They did HMS Pedophile on the Dove, right? which was cool. Little, yeah. Yeah, right? And uh, I was dick dead that, and I got to get climb up the mast and rigging oh, and all
0: that. So that's so yeah,
1: awesome. really great. Uh, but they found out that they were losing money all the time, so they stopped for years and years. And, it was always kind of a sad thing that there was not a Shakespeare Festival at St. Mary City anymore. And people would come up and be like, oh, I miss the Shakespeare Festival. It was, it was really cool to have. And they you all know, be like, yeah, it lost money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: so years later, I think much of it was 2013, correct? Okay, so in 2012, uh, Cheryl Yeatman, who at the time was Education educational School. coordinator right. at St. Mary City approached uh and mason, mason at that time she was hammett and myself um we met in the middle of the day we had coffee and it was like how can we make this happen we have a place you have the players and the directors let's and put it on the a show any
1: theater so it would be community involvement and the nobody has to pay anybody right. <laughs> yeah. it was free
4: we had a free place to perform and we had been trying for years uh, i've been trying for years uh, a few of us have been trying for years to get uh shakespeare, shakespeare performed here at Newtown and we kept hearing we don't have the performers or the audience isn't ready for it so I think the closest we got to Shakespeare was Shakespeare in Hollywood they were like well here's some
1: It's got Shakespeare in the title
4: well there's some there's some shakes (laughs) Oberon shows up and there's a little bit of Shakespeare reference we were jumping at the chance to get to do something like this and we said well let's try it and at the time we were doing big musicals in the summer and we weren't really sure how it was going to work because we would be pulling from the same acting pool so uh that fall we were trying to find directors and we still hadn't found a Shakespeare director (laughs) and we all kind of looked at Beth
0: Sanford and she said Beth you walked into well you need to introduce yourself you know and you walked into the Newtown Players and Shapes and immediately sticks. started stage managing historic St. Mary City. Kind of at the same time with a bang, girlfriend. You showed up and it was like, "Oh yeah, we'll get Beth to do that."
2: <laughs> yeah, she. You'd only been here. i less been than only been here. Yeah, less than a year. But in less than a year, you were already acting. I had um, joined the Newtown Players in July with. Um Steel Magnolias. Yeah. And then that's how I got connections through the director from Steel Magnolias to St. Mary's City and got a job at St. Mary City. As an interpreter. As an interpreter. And and I think that was in August. Um and then I had mentioned they talked about we're talking about doing Shakespeare and I said, Oh, I would love to direct one day. I would love to direct a Shakespeare play well, we went one day. Perfect. And they were like hey, oh, yeah. okay. so, um so we I need a director. I remember at, at one
4: point Beth was like well, if, if we can't find anyone else, I'll do it.
2: And I think everybody kind of went, oh, I guess we found our director then.
1: <laughs> we won't be able to find anybody else. <laughs> um, right.
2: I've never directed a main stage or, or a full-length t- full well, show. But degree My degree in is in theater, and I've directed one acts and, and had been a stage manager. And, well, we were producing
1: um, the show, yes. so we could help you out if necessary, but we really didn't need to.
0: <laughs> and we got,
4: that's when we brought Kate Donnelly into the theater as stellar Stage Manager for the first show. It's because was able to wrangle the outdoor craziness.
0: Yeah. Right, so the first year it really was kind of director by. Fire. Um, assimilation.
3: Yeah.
0: Right? Yep. I mean, Beth was Shanghai'd. It's okay. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> and we spoke to St. Mary City and they said, here's our costumes. What do you need? And we.
1: Well, and our director at the time. Now we kind of have
0: an in with right. at, at historic savory so right. I mean, let's let's draw that line.
1: Well, I worked there for years since '86. And
0: Cheryl,
4: who was in charge of special events. So I
1: was the interpretive programs coordinator. She was the education program coordinator. So between the two of us, and then the uh, CEO Regina Faden, who Dr. Faden was, rarely new, and she, and she was like. Shakespeare. That would be wonderful. Right. Not knowing all of the hell that it takes. So wait. So
0: you took advantage of two new kids. Absolutely. That's, that is so smart.
4: <laughs>
1: Theater in a nutshell. Yes, it is. Because you never know you're ready to.
4: He, he's super charming that way.
1: And so, so we were able to get all the ducks in a row and all the people to support it and it happened magically as it does yeah like we Jeffrey ended Mesh up with so that we
4: didn't have enough people K-10. up for auditions and somehow we got the right
2: people at auditions and cast everyone that it, everybody
4: didn't. who showed up got, got cast, cast and then we called
2: did you have to call him right i don't remember i think we i called him joyce
4: and joyce did we know. have to call you <laughs> he has been no. in line and winter and we needed a dogberry. I think we might have had to call Maybe. him specifically and go, "Hey, we have this part. We need you." we hey, can please? He can't. I think he was the only one we called that year.
1: So, so it was really. It turned out really well, and people, and even in bad weather or whatever. people. We had a tent that we could go into if necessary. So we had a rain plan, but it was out into the stars and people were seeing Shakespeare. So they were getting culture and they were getting all of this fine atmosphere at historic St. Mary's City with Shakespeare. But there was also, I mean,
4: there were tricky elements to it. You're putting people in big heavy wool out in the heat of summer and saying, go on stage and be entertaining. Hmm. And we had to figure out sound and lights. Initially, we put the mics, the floor mics on the stage, and all you heard was clomp, clomp, clomp of boots. And then we had to figure out how to move those. And um, it gets tricky because not all of the action takes place on the stage sometimes. So, how to light those areas and how to get people coming in and out of the audience, where are you going to sit your audience? The but first year, I remember, we realized pretty quickly that if we sell bug wipes, we can make money. <laughs> That's, That's right. right.
0: So, okay, so you, Beth, you've cast. You're the first. That would show us this, by the way. We have to, much much to do about nothing. About, much <laughs> to do about nothing. So we- we picked a we picked a comedy. Yes, right. Yeah. See, because as we I mean, did
4: comedy for a good
0: six years yeah. before we did any. Right. As did Newt. As did we inside yeah. the building because you develop your audience. That's by right. Making them laugh. Look, it, here's the thing. I mean, every all of us know what sells: comedies and musicals. Yep. Right. And then you give them a little culture. So, but you right. got to make them laugh first, right. and you got to make them realize oh, that they did. enjoyed it. Right. Okay. So you cast everybody who shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you the Shanghai director. <laughs> Shanghai's a stage manager. Yes, right.
2: Yes, and
1: well, we were kind of lucky with that because Kate loves Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. She does. So, yes. so yeah. she was an I'm easy to help. yeah Yeah.
2: The other thing that we haven't talked about um, that made that show a little difficult is that we were doing it in two locations. We did it for two weeks outdoors. It was the 10th anniversary. And then it was two weeks here at the theater. So we we had to design
1: two sets. Yeah. After
2: we closed at St.
4: Mary's City, we wrote the whole show here. Uh, which was nice for the community because there are some people who can't sit out in the heat, they can't, and they love being able to come here and see it. So that show opened our 10th season. Maybe.
0: In semi-comfort because at that point we did we not have HVAC H H H here, here. Oh, that's in yeah. the, right?
4: Yeah. And it still was August.
0: It so. was still, yeah, in wool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: Those
4: costumes August. are free for us. So, <laughs> so, you know, the price <laughs> is right once and, again.
1: We still, every year it gets brought up, are you going to go inside and do that? And I, I think we were so burnt by the time we finished the run at St. Mary City, and we came here and we just set it up and we were so tired, <laughs> and we were so hot. you
4: supposed to be the only ones that normally go
1: four, four weeks. weeks.
4: And at that time, none of our shows went four weeks. So it was a lot. And
1: and so we, we, we went ahead and we decided, let's just make it sort of an exclusive run. I to it. say we
4: won't ever do Shakespeare here, but
2: but I think part of the appeal is it was outdoor. It's a gorgeous, a oh, it's, a gorgeous yeah. location. it's on right. the first wow.
1: of Maryland. Mm-hmm. It's got
2: right. So you're bringing historic
0: latest. literature, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, in a historic lane. setting, right? And you know, all right. So what were your audiences like the first year? I don't it's remember. fine. Yeah. I, I was home with
4: uh, one-year-old office, twins, yeah. so he was there. I, I don't remember. Office,
1: the... And because of one-year-old twins, I don't remember. We don't have much exactly. memories of <laughs> first year. <laughs> but uh, in general, I, I think it was a deep, they were decent crowd. It didn't feel like crickets and Mm -hmm. there were only a few people there I think the the fewest number we ever had was during a thunderstorm where it was raining almost all the way up to and we didn't attend Mm -hmm. and uh, it was just our we had like 12 people or something for that one show back I think it was Love's Labor's Lost but almost all the others we've had the least amount would be around 35 and the most i think was 180 for one of the roman and Juliet's. and for julius caesar we were fairly consistent about 80 to 120.
4: i think people love having an outdoor event that they can bring their picnic blankets or their
0: camping chairs and set up and eat some food and watch them some- yeah okay yeah. so right so if the first year you're, you're doing you're doing you're probably going yay all right no. this is this is cool Right, it, location's free, a- costumes free, script adaptation
4: free, no <laughs> paying any rents, he's free. Selling above wipes. So yeah. Wipes. Okay. Say
0: HSMC rents chairs to people who forget theirs. So yeah. Right. So it's okay. So all right. So now you're thinking. All right, we're gonna get this rolling, and you roll into here too.
1: And we want a food truck. And we want. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we bring, trucks, we bring in food trucks, and we
4: we in. did Alcohol. actually like it. Yeah. Um, people can't bring their own alcohol to the location it's illegal
1: for people to bring their own alcohol but
4: we've got places to sell that so making that
1: we get a license a temporary license so that we can sell it legally there and so there's beer and wine that's available for folks to have uh, which makes the theater more enjoyable (laughs) absolutely
0: so okay so year two what was the second year okay so year two was pretty great except
4: was that the was the year of the well, plague essentially it was as you like it know, because right. our lead our stellar stage manager from the year before and she was opening night she performed and then was sick the rest luckily monica minor our State stage manager, manager knew all the lines. So she jumped in on the second day and did the rest Literally of the run.
1: took her costume <laughs> put it on herself and, and did the, the, show. the
4: show then later on that week we had aaron had to go on um, for in a minor role, yeah, 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 on. yeah. and he uh, to be in so. and then Beth had to go on, on the final, note, the final night that as is. as a male old shepherd with
2: the
1: shepherd's oh, right. That's like right. we, our actors were. Drunk, I just like stayed in nights. costume
2: that day. Well, I didn't change out of costume. We like. blame
1: we blame one of the actors for using the uh, Scottish play's name.
4: Yes, as many times as he could that summer.
1: <laughs> uh, I will tell wrong. you,
4: the crowds were amazing because. I am we live on the other side of the river. And I went down and I could hear people laughing across the river. That's
0: awesome. So okay, so second year, who's your director? It was Beth. me. Oh it's Beth again! Okay, and yes. who are the producers?
1: That was us. Ah, so
0: okay, so we're we're establishing what's called a pattern. Okay. Right yes now. Yes, yes. Alright, so year three. Twelve, 12 nine. Twelve, nine, 12, 12 yeah. nine. Who's your director? That's
4: like, it i was in that show though. <laughs>
0: Who's your producer? We yeah. are us and Tom Esposito. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah.
0: Okay. So again, that's why we call and, you guys the Billy Shakespeare. Yes, fan and club. part of that though is because
1: nobody else. The there's good. it. it <laughs> you know, well, a nobody else,
4: but it takes a certain amount of um, understanding of the workings between the theater and hey. St. Mary City. Aaron works for the museum. Right. So, Beth works for the museum. She knows who to call if there's an issue. She knows, yeah. So, um,
1: yeah, I did a manual request today for mosquito spraying.
4: Because <laughs> he knows it needs to be done. So, Stage. whether we're producing or not producing, we're still. I'd have to be doing some duties. of those jobs anyway. So, in a way, um, I would love to drop it, but. If Beth is driving, we like to help. We like to have her back. So uh,
1: there, there was one year we experimented, and Cheryl was like, we need to get other people. Cheryl Gateman was the director for Love Siders Lost. I was like, we need to get other directors in here. We need other people doing this. And I was like, we agree. <laughs> we definitely That's do. That's Pizzito the year he was, came to play with you. Right, for, right.
4: Yes.
1: So Tom Esposito, he helped us produce. He can be your producer, and you can direct yes that'll be great and uh so so that was a, a great a break for us it was to
0: nice do it. And,
4: and then park she
1: realized that she'd want to do it again <laughs> stacy
0: <laughs> park produced for you
1: for, so, for, for Julius caesar, caesar right. so
0: so here's the thing um, and what a lot of folks if they've never first off if they've never seen shakespeare in the city i mean these actors are rehearsing outside at the end of the day but and some of these people work in St.
4: Mary's City and, say, and they've been
0: working outside in the Heat all day. Many the of the people work out. at St. Mary's, historic St. Mary's City, they're outside all day
2: and then they get to stay and rehearse. Right. Well, when I directed Romeo and Juliet, people were complaining about the Heat. And so um, there was a day that we had rehearsal, but I was also, for work, I was doing an off-site um, Mother Goose program. so. Um, for my Mother Goose program, I would wear my wool, my red wool um, costume, which was, you know, just, it, it works for the Mother layers Goose program. Layers yeah. yeah. And so, I decided to keep that on, and I kept that on for the whole work day, and then I came to rehearsal in my wool costume, and I told them to suck it up, Buttercup, because if I could be outside working in my wool, and then come to rehearsal and be in costume that whole time. Well,
1: but you were accustomed to it, And
2: Beth. that is the year that you broke your foot. Uh, was that the year I forgot? I think she's uh, ever put many It was Twelfth <laughs> Night. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, twelve wait, Night. This, this night is, night is night. the third year yes,
0: with the same the team. Year. Yeah. Uh, twelve uh, Night was third year. Yeah. And you perfect.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, fourth year was The Tempest, directed by Monica. Okay. okay. Yeah. All
0: right.
1: So, so, so different director. Different director.
4: Mike produced. But same producers. But I was in it again. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> Beth, what were you doing at the time? She
4: helped with props and costs. No, Diane trotman props you helped me
2: with costumes. Yeah, I think I was stage managing birdie that year. Yeah, I was stage managing birdie that year. All right. So you got to come inside. I did come inside. We still did
0: not (laughs) have air conditioning. No. Right? No. Okay. Okay. All right. So, all right. Um, I'm still waiting for the My Singers to step out of Shakespeare. Next year. year. The next year. Okay, so tell me about that. We're now your five. That was
1: was when the the experiment of like that's take a break. I, well, Cheryl, Cheryl, Buck, show, Cheryl she said she wanted, she wanted she was luck, like, we need
4: to have other people in and we were like yes great. we do okay let's
1: start, we'll get more more people involved in doing this and
4: uh so they so um uh, so Cheryl directed
1: and Tom Esposito was producer
0: and uh Mallory Green
4: did the adaptation
0: team. and Aaron Meisinger thought he was going to get a break no. And instead, he oh, came to the theater. No, no, no. I, no, I he purposely, purposely wanted to audition for
4: that's one fun, of just. the
1: dream roles that I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, so. but
0: hold on. We need to just say, uh, after all, this, I mean, it's not like you got a break, really, because oh, we no. put you in Renaissance Theater <laughs> in a non air conditioned theater. It was a break for me. It was a break yeah. for me. Um, um, and Beth and I did cross for that oh, show. Yes. So, yeah. Right. Okay. All
4: right. So
1: so so it was great to have that break, and then the next year was what? What was after Love Labor's Lost? It was Romeo and Juliet. So did, okay.
2: we, did we skip the? Did we twist those? Was it Love Labor's Lost, and then the Tempest? No, no, oh, no, no so was, I did two in a row. Okay, because Tempest, Tempest
4: is where I got like twisted yeah. ankle in yeah. 2016. Then I did Romeo. And all these shows by at the
2: Sea of City <laughs> <yeah>. Because <laughs> the
4: thing is. We don't have a stage to rehearse on when you're
2: doing the Shakespeare it's show. The, it's just outside
4: the on the grass band. up until three weeks before the show. And then they build the, the, the stage. And right. then you can practice your entrances and exits. <laughs> Pretty much until then you're kind of guessing. And sometimes you step in a big old bubble and destroy <laughs> your ankle, you know.
1: Sacrifices for theater. So that's right. Right. Okay.
0: So, all right. So Romeo and Juliet, which I think really was, I mean... Now look, I, I I've come to all of them and have seen all of them. Um, I will tell you, I do have the record of I always managed to come on the cool weekend.
3: Oh, <laughs> so you
0: need to come every, week, every weekend. that's right. So cool every, up. you know, there's always one Shakespeare weekend. It's a Usually a Saturday than night than that is that is, is the temperature drops. You were there. I was
4: there for Julius Caesar. Yes. You <laughs> <do all right.
0: laughs> so, so yeah. So, so yeah. I uh, then, then, and Juliet, it which was directed. That was kind of really a turning point. I think you saw a whole uh, there was really like a wholesale influx of new people.
4: Wow. who we, we
0: sent advertisements out to all years. the colleges,
4: all the high schools, Brilliant. we brought in a certified fight combatant. We didn't want a, that didn't want a thirty year old Juliet. She wanted and we actually got a fourteen
0: year old Juliet. Who, who was, great. was who just won our scholarship for the Newtown Players? And who was on our grads program and will be joining my son excellent. at Rider University studying musical theater. There you go.
1: Yeah. So she was yeah, she was very good and, and so it was good cast well, and Colin. She and Colin people, worked so
4: well together, Colin it, Marr.
1: It really was starting to be what we envisioned, which was the community of all ages I, getting involved in a production i
4: think hunter martin writing and he wrote an entire score
0: for yep, yep. the play I just it. added was brilliant that was the year that you used the state house yeah this the backdrop well we used the state house for a bunch of dudes oh it was that's a right smaller that's stage right. and it wasn't yeah. really used yeah <laughs>
4: <about, laughs> tell us about
0: that because really i mean for those people who who i mean Look, Sadly it, it, was, it. it was. It was. You. You really did miss. You missed a show. I mean, you missed a, a tremendous thing. But it was kind of like, for those of us in the audience, right. it was like sitting there going, "Holy cow! They've done it. Right. <laughs> You've really done it." So tell Absolutely. us about your vision
2: there. So the stage was set in front of the state house. So the, the audience back was to the water facing the state house. And um, for the balcony scene, we had our Juliet up on the second floor leaning out the window. Um, someone holding, someone her, holding legs. her legs. <laughs> she, <laughs> didn't <pull out. laughs> she didn't fall in case you know she leaned too far. And then Romeo was under; it was on the on the ground under the window. So it was really um, a way to have a lot of um, levels. levels in in that um, performance. Well, was used use
1: the natural backdrop, and that State House was built as a recreation of the first State House mm-hmm. of 1676 that was built in 1934 for the 300th anniversary. So it's historic mm-hmm. in of itself. So you have this old looky, ivy-covered, bricky stuff, but on the landscape, and so it was really cool having her there mm-hmm. and, and mic'd and, and so you could hear her. It was just, it was really special. And I love using the elements of St. Mary City as much as we can for the shows.
0: Yeah, so that was, that show, the other very cool, and the, the scene that are other than the balcony scene, mm-hmm. was when the when Noah Busby, when they brought Pirates. right when they, they brought everyone up through the middle of the audience, the mm-hmm. procession up through the middle of the audience, and it was just such a moment, and we the audience members felt like we were a part of okay, this. Right moment in right. between these two families i mean it was really uh it was really exciting um yeah, and that was then, excellent. all right yeah. well, so, so you was, got all kinds of momentum now yeah, and help yeah. that
1: romeo and juliet is a, probably the most famous popular uh, play of his yeah and so you had that going for it you had the experience of beth and us and, and it, the it costumer takes, from Singer city can Debbie be, watson yeah really
4: it came. she built some gorgeous by the, yeah. by the second act, she had Romeo and Juliet in matching oh, yeah. complimentary.
1: Um, so, so it was blue and blue and red, and of course they were purple. They ended up being yeah. purple. It right. was yeah. really lovely. Right. Um,
4: I think also it takes it skilled directing hand, because Romeo and Juliet can be an awful plod if your director doesn't recognize that the first half is a comedy. Right. It has to be played as a comedy. It's right. yes. not right. until things start going downhill.
1: But Nothing really should be played as a comedy. To should be fair. It's <laughs> a comedy or a tragedy. It is what it is.
0: <laughs> However, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we've now got all this. So you've kind of you've kind of dragged you've grown this baby up, mm-hmm. right? We got right. all kinds of momentum with a, little... a
1: lot of help from support from new taxpayers and historic city.
0: Absolutely. I mean, the whole you, you the community has gotten here. You, Romeo and Juliet, and then you've got uh, Julius Caesar, Caesar right. which was even bigger. We
1: have have more people come to Romeo and Juliet, I think, just because of the name recognition. Oh, for auditions? No. No, for for audiences? Audience and auditions.
2: Mm. Yeah, I'm just calling
1: people to. I don't
4: know. I'm not talking about auditions, though. I think that there's. Crowds were so Yeah, we did
2: have some really great crowds yeah. for Julius Caesar. Had, yeah.
4: well, I, I remember huge crowds yeah. for Julius Caesar. And Jay McCulloch came on that year as our, light, sound. our sound guy and did the, created a lightning storm. And enough so that good. your audience was looking
0: up, looking down. Oh, at absolutely, crowds. absolutely. I mean, the night that we were there, I mean, beautiful, clear, clear sky. Night, perfectly clear sky. Stars big right. moon over the water there's lightning and we're all going oh wow hold on Are we going to go
1: into the tent yeah, <laughs> right
0: um so that so that's right, here. And was it was it on Juliet's here that that Shakespeare in the City got its unofficial net nickname from Tom McCarthy. Oh, it's been years. I think it was after... That was Tom... I think it was... Uh, yeah. No, Tom McCarthy. Tom McCarthy Damn. has nicknamed Shakespeare in the City Sweatin' to the oaks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because of the whole outdoor thing. Yeah, yeah. but I know he was technical directing <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. He was in the thing, Push of Buttons, and mm-hmm. then yeah. Jay took over the next year.
4: Yeah, well, and tom's he has gotten oh, oh so we started oh, okay. out with borrowing or paying for lights and then we ended up getting a grant and being able to buy our own poles and buy our own lights and
1: oh this. uh did we and do you see it the first time we had uh we did sign interpreter for which Campus, Tempest, well, I think one night. One we night,
4: yeah. Tempest. We did yeah. sign language. We could afford that,
1: but we got a grant to do. We had two Saturdays in Romeo. Um, yep. Two Julius Caesar. Caesar yeah We had signs signers, which was great. We had two signers that did dialogue yeah. back and forth, and so that's a very important part. And I know we just got a grant again this year, and I did pricing. They're pricier than so please come to the yeah, show. Yeah, please come to the show because the price
4: yeah. went up for yeah. that. But <laughs> it's something that we like to well it's it's important for the community and it's beautiful to watch too it's it's
0: It's beautiful to watch and accessibility is a big deal it really is sorry so we've got all this momentum and then (laughs) i spent a month and a
4: half (laughs) adapting hamlet and then like i was done and i took a week you're talking about
1: auditions in in, uh, february i took i took
4: a week break off and then I was like all right then we gotta get together and we need to read through and then everything shut down
0: yeah yeah all right so let's talk about yeah so we all know about that but we fired it back up and we'll talk about the upcoming show but you said the magic word and that's adaptations yes so um a lot of people don't realize that not just our shows done outside not just our shakespeare shows but many shakespeare shows especially done in a festival setting are adapted even movies. even ones on movies are adapted the ones well it shakespeare, on company, theaters, well, shakespeare probably adapts their
4: own right um and think back to adapted little, adapted meaning explain what edit. adapted it, it's <laughs> kind of like a, yeah it's an edit it's uh, um
1: okay here's the genius that is jenny for this is what she does is she takes the script And not only does she look through it and go, this scene, probably after talking with the director, this scene doesn't necessarily need to be there, but there's this really great line. So let's see if we can incorporate that great line at the end of the last scene because it'll work that way. And then what we can do is we need to cut these three lines over here, but then it doesn't scan. Because it's a iambic pentameter, so it has so to rhyme and it has to it. So you it, gotta let me use give, the right use words. Use this line so you, from this place, and it will rhyme with that line. Well,
4: sometimes still, I come up with my own line. <laughs> to bridge the gap
1: but, of the, the scansion. It, it scans, so it's not. It's very respectful of the bard. But what it does is it, it pays homage to the bard. But it also. Oh, makes it's definitely
4: Shakespeare's work. But, but it's also me, about
1: pacing it's, and it's about.
4: It's about pacing, but if you were to go to the theater in the Elizabethan time. There was no TV, there was no, oh, let's go to the mall, let's, whatever. It was what you were doing. If you were doing it and paying for it, you wanted to be there for hours. So an unedited Shakespeare script... Runs can, how long? Uh, it depends. Some and it is four and a half hours, I think, and, Yeah, you, some of them are, they are shorter ones, but some of them can run, yeah, three and a half, four and a half the hours. is a short one and that's
1: a couple yeah. of hours. Yeah. Two and a half hours and that's... And,
4: and beyond all that, in order for us to be able to afford the sign language interpretation, which, once you go over two hours, you have to pay for more. Right, because um, it's exhausting. Yes, yeah. it's it's a, it's a physical activity. <laughs> you're keeping up for hours at a time. So uh, we like to keep ours under, I like to keep the read at about an hour and a half, so that they have time for blocking and fights and laughter. Uh, yeah um Brian. so it's taking this piece and some of it is easy like in Romeo and Juliet they go to the square and they're with the nurse and this happens that happens come get married to me blah 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 you go back and Juliet's all excited at her house and it's literally an entire scene of the nurse telling her what just happened you don't really need that so sorry Juliet and the nurse you're a great actor but I'm cutting this entire scene but sometimes, like with Hamlet, or like with R&J, the poetry is so beautiful, but Hamlet's going on about this,
1: that, or the other thing.
4: But he's using a few too many wordy sentences. I can cut out a little bit here. I can cut out a little bit there, just trimming the facts.
1: And, and I did hear many times during this particular edit,
4: oh, but that line's so good. I mean, there are so many, many iconic do lines in line. Hamlet. I I I've got to
1: keep this line in, one, because it's expected. But make it a
4: man,
0: Warner
1: right. or whatever, yeah. There are a
0: lot of quoted lines from yeah. So there so Beth, I mean, you were the one who said, Oh, I'd love to do Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't imagine. so do you get the adaptation first? Do you work with Jenny or I mean, Jenny, you've done the majority of the adaptations. We've had a couple of others so We've had Mallory's done Love *Sleepers
4: Lost. All the other ones I've done. So Okay.
0: So so Beth, seminaries. would
2: you work with Jimmy? I generally would get Jenny would give me a cut a cut or I'll give a of and cut. cut and then I, but I also highlight certain areas I'll be like, I'm thinking about cutting
4: this, I'm thinking about I like I do a first draft.
1: And then we do a read through.
4: Yeah. And I these are things I'm thinking about cutting if we need more time. So as I'm going, I'm a big fan of the Microsoft Word highlights and then I have different colors, like this probably could come out, this maybe, but I really like it. Have you ever had, so, have you ever
1: added anything back in? I have. Okay. Cause <laughs> I, I don't think that happens often.
4: I have. Um, our, uh, Hamlet asked me pretty early on in the rehearsal process. I, cause I cut a little bit of wordy stuff in the middle of the, um, to be, to be or not, not to be a speech. And he was like, I really want to do the whole thing. And I was like, go for it. Like as long as your director's fine with it, go for it. I mean, if an actor's got a because I've been that actor, I was doing Winter's Tale and there were chunks edited out and I was a student and it didn't feel like I could go to my director and go, Hey, I really wanna do this section. So I know what it feels like to right. want to, to to go through the full mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. How, I don't know how you feel about that, but when I I got the cut, I was thank goodness it's shorter. <laughs> uh, I, I I was happy. The shorter it was, the less directing I had to do. <laughs> so that, all right,
0: that's, that's because so, Aaron directed Julius Caesar. Right. Yeah. So right, right. You did. I did. I did. You did. Uh-huh. You did. Uh, yeah. So. How so? You get with Jen, do you get to be a part of the first read through? If you're a director, I mean, do, you know, she tries to involve you and in yeah. I mean, how
2: that process goes. So the first year, the adaptation was pretty much already. They were they needed a director, so most of the work. Welcome down.
1: <laughs> we have a, a an adapted cut script for you.
2: That's so true. glad you That's could true. join us. Um, but. Um, the rest of the years, Jenny had already would already be working on it uh, on, a, on a on her cut, and then she would just send me her first draft, and then we'd go through it, and then um, we would like like Aaron said, we'd get together at their house and do a read through, and just the three of us would. Oh, hey, every, everybody playing
0: all the we, parts. We, that, that is be fun. We Who wants the parts? Yeah. Play,
2: uh, Lady Catlin. Oh, Cat
1: you did colonius last. That's night. right. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't think
2: laughs> nice time to be able to then break it different scenes when you're doing that too because we're stopping like we have a stopwatch and we're timing each how long each scene takes and then what is then the we, final we, re- yeah we, we keep
4: that part. so as a director she's thinking ahead and going okay i can work these scenes
0: when it comes time to yeah because yeah, so uh, traditionally when, when a non-adapted show when you're not involved mm-hmm. right um i'm doing that during rehearsals if i'm re- if i'm Directing, right. I'm running scenes and saying, "Okay, that scenes scene ooh, we got to tighten that up.' Right, right, because yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't no, want the people too. here <laughs> yeah, Right, too. I understand, but, but I'm, you guys, it's, it's. it's I'm kind kind of, of, it, The deal is, I kind of know, looking at the page
4: numbers, about how long it's going to take. But Shakespeare is different. You have scenes like between Petruchio and Kate that are back and forth, back and forth, very short lines, and. In Romeo and Juliet, you have huge monologues like, with people. Just so that page is going to take a lot longer. Well, mm-hmm. than a page where prose takes longer are. than
1: than a pentameter be- with poetry because it takes less space on more space on the page.
0: Uh, right. Well, okay. and you have to work in the very physical part of Shakespeare, and that is the combat. The combat is the combat. I mean, yeah. there and they're always. And they're always challenging each other <laughs> with long, pointy weapons. Or wrestling. Or as, wrestling. I um, like it. Yeah, wrestling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's, that's the fun part where you get to figure out. All There are many. One of the great things about the puzzles of theater is you get to figure out how to solve all those puzzles. And Shakespeare has a lot of them. And we enjoy doing that.
0: Yeah, so it's it's one of those. Yeah, so I mean, I'm assuming that you know that's one of the. Luckily, you have your director there. You have the the adaptation there, and you could go. All right, so the director could be thinking in their head. All right, so I probably got about 15 <laughs> seconds yeah. of good combat. <laughs> well, when we did when we did Romeo and Juliet, we
4: had Hunter sit in with us too, so he had an idea of how long the scenes were going to be and how long yeah, as he was composing. Right right so because really. he and i like most of my if i'm not performing on the show most of my work is done months before auditions so how long does it take to adapt a show i've gotten faster i had to do julius caesar in a week and a half wow yeah <laughs> um but if it's something like hamlet or Romaine and juliet i took a little more time because people know them and there are things that they're gonna be sad if you cut out so, it's a lot more internal cuts as opposed to cutting huge chunks. Yeah,
2: so it's like editing with a scalpel mm-hmm. instead of a steak knife. And then you gotta step away and then come back and look at it in a couple of days after you've not looked at it to go, wait a second, what did I do? Or, well, okay, okay, major meltdowns <laughs> are yeah.
4: small things. Like, when they were going through their read through for Julius Caesar for some reason. Staples had not printed page 33. And I lost lost my my. (laughs) (laughs)
1: mind. This is where the PG-13 is. (laughs) Because I
4: I, I get them all printed, and I get them all bound. So these are all bound, Mm -hmm. missing page 33. Well, okay, (laughs) that's
1: a problem. So I mean, I just thought it was another cut. It wasn't a very good one. But, but I mean, the, the right, so
0: Aaron's the director, and he's thinking, I've really got to talk. Whoever adapted <laughs> so, this, well, I <laughs>
1: there, I'm reading, I'm going, Well,
4: okay, <laughs> <laughs> set and story from one I think
1: I guess I gotta figure out how to solve that problem. So I, but, but it was the script, I,
4: was the script. <laughs> I give the, the New Players my adaptations for free. Yes, you do, but my college, my alma mater, performed my As You Like It, NKP Royalty. Yes! My mom kept saying, is not there a way you can make money off this? And I'm like, uh, we're not really. Everybody's got their own version, but <laughs> yeah, I did. We had a
1: very nice dinner out. Yes, that that's lovely. Show. That was about it. At,
0: it was at, it at something Arby's, you liked?
1: At Arby's. Oh, <laughs> oh. No, we we had the meats. We had the meats.
0: Uh, you're probably you're fun as an actor here, but i bet you're hilarious as a director.
1: Uh, I don't know. Am I Beth? <laughs> she was my stage manager. I that said I would only directly.
0: I'll do whatever you need me to it's do. It's the Billy Shakespeare Club. It's the three of you together again. But it helps
4: to work with people who understand the language. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's funny because I know people who say, oh, I hate Shakespeare, I hate Shakespeare. But if you take the time to just watch it. I'm not not bragging, but but what I try to do with my adaptations is make it simple. The stories are so simple and they're so, he liked slapstick comedy and dick jokes.
1: layered with sophistication. Yes,
4: and poetry
2: and some highbrow stuff, but really
4: it's, comedies are comedies.
2: Well, that's why the read-throughs are so important at the beginning. At the, when we first started doing this, I would do, the first three rehearsals were just read-throughs, where the first rehearsal, okay, you just obviously don't script, know what you're saying there, yeah so this read the is the draft, draft. and then, okay, okay, now you've read it, we've read it through twice, right. all right, so this is what we need to look at here. You're pronouncing
4: this great, do you understand what you're saying? Yes, and I've actors who uh, have contacted Beth, or whatever, or through air and it contacted me and I've just gone and sat with them to go through exactly like this is really the gist of what you're saying Mm -hmm. and
1: once you've got that then the rest of it falls into place like a regular production would I
4: think if you don't like Shakespeare it's because you watched someone perform it who didn't know what they were saying
0: right so my husband who loves theater and who is a an ardent supporter of the New Town players and who I have gotten to go to sh- one Shakespeare show that was Julius Caesar. Well, he went early, no, he went to, he went to Romeo and Juliet too. Um, but he went to one early, very early, one of the early years and he came out, he looked at me he goes, yeah, I'm not doing this again cause <laughs> I don't get it. And I said, all right, look, you have got to not pay attention to the words.
1: Yeah. It's like you're watching a, a foreign language. Um, you end up translating in your head. Anyone
0: who watches opera can figure out what the story is, even if you don't understand what they're saying. Um, That is really not a great way to get somebody like my husband who's Mr. Comedies and Musicals. (laughs) But I did get him to come back because he knew the story of of, of Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) Right? He knew it. Yeah. I mean he may have learned it first through West Side Story, but we'll let that go. Okay, that counts. Right? Absolutely. So, but I remember him saying to me, okay, I I must have been watched okay. enough of this so that this I'm summer, starting to get it. Show him uh, The Lion King. <laughs> 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 I'm a nap on it. <laughs> right. There you go. He's going to want to know when the kid gets picked up and they say <laughs> he's zero. <gonna laughs> he's going to want to know. So... And then we, I brought him to to Julius Caesar, and he really got that. I mean,
1: well, and that was a really great adaptation on her part. Is it made this the story very clean because yeah. it could have been very muddy with a lot but of. There's gravity. a lot of
0: characters. I think that Shakespeare not only used a lot of words, but he threw in a lot of people.
1: Well, and that's yeah. also what she does in adaptation. Is she's like, okay, so this character this characters
0: in one
4: scene. And this that
1: will one let this actor be that character, or this character will that then be that name in the next scene. Yeah, Smith
4: is a servant in Act 1, and Jones is a servant in the end. They're both working for this guy. They're both going to be Smith.
1: (laughs) And then, what if you only have seven girls audition and two guys audition for nine male parts? So she switches pronouns as well. Uh,
4: Sometimes, I didn't even bother for Julius Caesar because they were going to be soldiers, so we just had our actresses French braid their hair and...
1: No, they were just... It, and that was what was great about the show is in Julius Caesar, I thought, is completely that blind we cast. didn't we yeah. didn't care if they were women or men being soldiers. They were just... Yeah. I happened to be a woman. It wasn't man. It was sir. It
4: was... Yeah, yeah it, right. was,
1: it was really good. But there are some times where it's obvious that this person is I did gender-ized. that a lot more in the beginning in the because beginning. I
4: switched yeah. pools a, a, We yeah. had a number of female pools mm-hmm. in the beginning. <laughs> and it just... Uh,
1: no, I'm not
4: it, making a comment on that. It a lot of,
0: like, you have to ch- change things. So, yeah, but, yeah. You're little, uh, well, you know, here's the thing. I mean, as you all know from the history of the theater, originally Shakespeare had no women. and yep. and, and, you know, Kate Donnelly is determined that someday we will do an all-female Shakespeare, Calm down, and, you know, because she wants to play Hamlet. What well, you know, we're doing Hamlet. That's yeah, well, 10 we're years. <laughs> we're going to have to figure out another one. we we'll a Scottish play or something. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, so let's talk about Hamlet because it's coming up. It's yep. a big deal. It's, I mean. Our first, well, we had,
4: we're not doing the show. Please.
0: No. So it's our first. Yeah, the first show, show back, right? Um, it won't be here. At it, it it'll New be town, no, it'll be, at, it'll be at St. Mary City, right? Because it, it's Shakespeare in the City. That's right. Um, so uh, none of you three is directing. No, nope.
1: nope. nope. <laughs> right? As we wanted it, <laughs> all
0: three of us are producing, <laughs> and, we're producing <laughs> and we're doing props. <laughs> right. I'm right. Not. I'm not. He's he's really not. <laughs> So is he taking credit and not doing the work? I I think he might be listed.
4: I shouldn't be listed
1: as props. Well, I'm usually props because when they do uh, uh, 17th century things, he pulls it, all the stuff, I at pull stuff Mary from St. City because I'm in charge of the inventory there. So he So I have. know how to do the paperwork and to, it's okay to borrow this. Don't borrow that, it's breakable. I mean, Don't borrow I mean, that. Or you, if you want something that's better. So this I know. One's
4: chipped, you can have that. Yeah, you <laughs> Knock yourself out, literally, with
1: that. And so just throw it on an so we did that. But this year, uh, Hamlet is more modern. Oh, no, it is modern. It
4: is present day. That's, okay, that's,
1: so that's, we that's it's Hamlet. That's the <laughs> most modern. It's
4: Hamlet
0: as if Hamlet were happening now.
4: In, yes. in
1: in Denmark, twenty twenty. You got
4: people on cell phones. You got people in suits drinking beer out of bottles.
0: Wow! So yeah. we had w- one other show.
1: Love's labor sauce was also modern, uh, sort of more generic dressed, uh, yeah. but but contemporary. And this is definitely twenty twenty one, I believe. And I yep. think they're going to deal with some post mask stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. I even as a producer, I'm blissfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly. So they just call me up with problems and I'm like when can we put the stage up and how are we going to store our problems? Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday we're going to be putting the stage
2: up. Yeah, um, so but I, I have seen um, a couple of rehearsal or two and it's going to be a great
0: show. So yeah. it translates what, now you didn't adapt it to be modern, Jen? No. So this is the director's vision, this is Randy Chusing's yes. vision. Well, and uh,
4: things like the sword fight. Um, that can be any, any time period because it, you have a well, but you have a servant who actually says your father, stepfather, has made a bet on you that you can't fence this guy and beat him. So it's a fencing match even during Hamlet's time, the Elizabethan. It was a fencing match, so right. it doesn't seem odd that they're using swords. Yeah, they're
1: not Romeo and Juliet, Len- Leonardo DiCaprio yet but it
4: is. In which, Boss Lerman took an entirely beautiful monologue and literally cut it okay. down to
0: <laughs> Julia! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I cried a little bit in theater when I saw that. He street card, Romeo and Julia. Yeah. Um, look, here's the thing. Of course, there's still fans. I mean, the Olympics are coming up and fencing's right? an Olympic sport. Right. Yeah. right. So, yeah. um, so, what's your impression? Very... I mean, does it translate well? I think it does. Well, that's the
1: great thing about Shakespeare is it can translate really to any time or place if you've got the wherewithal to make the connections and make it fit in certain ways that you wouldn't normally, because it's been performed for over 400 years. Yeah. So it's okay to play around with it and Um, to make it new. this
4: version, I really wanted to keep the pace up. You need to feel that I'm acting crazy, but am I really acting? Yeah. You, you so, don't have so much of that. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Otherwise it seems kind of, um, I don't want to use the word I was going to use. It seems kind of self-indulgent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brutish.
1: Brutishly self-indulgent. All right. so And again, that's a part on the director and the actor playing Hamlet, but they've got to be able to do that. No, ma- no matter what the adaptation may be. Exactly.
2: One, well, I think there's also just and excitement in the air to be able to come back and see live theater. Oh, absolutely. Um, we had more people audition than we could cast in the show. Yeah, we actually... Yes!
1: We had to turn people away. We are so excited about away. saying no to people. <laughs>
2: normally with
4: Shakespeare, it's like, uh, Juliet, no, you bring we're a friend? you,
2: like, I, I, I think there was a couple. There that was just that we a couple. Yeah, yeah. There
4: was a few that we didn't have space for, but generally it's, everybody comes out and has to get cast. Because with Julius Caesar, what I ended up doing was making a very strategic grid of who was in white scenes and who could be double cast exactly. in white scenes. And, so so they more than one part.
2: Keep it, yeah. But we didn't have that issue with this show. And um, I, think, I think the crowd, I think we'll have the audience. One, Hamlet is a well-known very Super well Uh um, um, and it's outdoors like so. it's outdoors
4: and coming back you can, you can <laughs> uh social distance a little bit if you're a little uncomfortable you can stay away like, from mm-hmm.
1: yeah there's plenty of space you yes. can have 400 people out there and and be tight mm-hmm. uh we have 100 200 and it feels full mm-hmm. uh but you could easily put another 100 out there and big space.
2: this year uh, St. Mary City has the new pavil- pavilion. So if it rains, we're not yeah, under we're a going tent. tent. Yeah. We're under the new pavilion. So the that's new, nice. So if
0: people have not seen the new pavilion down at Historic mm-hmm. St. City, it is stunning. It, it really, is beautiful. It's not
1: massive, but it's big enough to be able to house oh, you know, it's, a theater show.
0: It's yeah. big. <laughs> yeah. That's a big pavilion.
1: Well, don't oversell because you don't want people coming and be like, "Well, I thought size mattered." I mean, <laughs> I've seen bigger pavilions. I've seen bigger pavilions than that.
0: Okay, <laughs> it's not. It's not like PT Barnum right.
1: size. It's not Wolf Trap. Right. Not
0: okay, right. But it's. I mean, it's. It's a
4: decent size it's the size, size of the tent that we would use if we were to go under the tent. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, You could easily fit up And sure, people are gonna your feet aren't going to get muddy, and yeah. things aren't going to drip, and
1: right. Uh, Although right. right. Look really, yeah, right. No problems for anything. It's
0: right. So, yeah, I'm super excited about that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the But, but God willing, really, we're
1: going to
4: have no Cuz
1: there's there's really something special even if you watched every rehearsal or done everything or or you don't like the play, to just sit out there under the stars, under the stars and see the theater happening and uh you know even if, if it's not your cup of tea it's still really a great experience have. oh
0: absolutely i mean i people come out and they bring their kids and their parents are in camp chairs and the kids are you know on a blanket and they're eating you know grapes and cheese mm-hmm. and crackers yeah. and last and, year uh not
4: last year year before that they were, were passing out hunks of bread at Julius Caesar <laughs> right. I mean it
0: was it was terrific so um yeah it's definitely an event and i think it's something that I know I'm looking forward to, and you know if I need to come both, you know all the weekends to make sure we have.
1: Cool weather. Well.
0: Yeah. Cool well, So that we don't kill need we'll some cops. <laughs>
1: well, I thought Stacy was saying like she was cool. No. So yeah. oh. well, look, I
0: mean, look, here's the thing. I asked her to. The cast from Julius Caesar had it made. Their costumes were super light. Oh, no, they
1: weren't. Oh, oh, no. We had to cut them in half because they wrapped so, they were, we they did, did them, did the traditional period, roll. correct. Period,
4: with the pieces that wrapped And it was so many
1: layers. Arms. We were going to hotels and buying their old, getting their old, to the, they the donate, throw away their, their sheets. Old sheets, right. So, we bleached them. So. And then we, <laughs> then we used, but they sewed them into the togas for everything, but our costume did a great job of color coordinating uh-huh. different characters and different things. Suddenly, so it was really nicely done, I thought. And, uh, and we so thought it was going to be it. easy. Okay. Was but it? the first we act thought it was but gonna in be the cool. second yeah, act
4: they it. had their little mini skirt togas they had it nice well, they were their they're, wa-
1: they're, it's their their war skirts their bow skirts little so there's
4: toga mini dresses. Yeah.
1: They, they talk about guys showing up their calves
4: yeah.
0: Yeah.
4: wow uh,
1: smoking and that's why you like the show I <laughs> <So, laughs> so, you know, the little cheesecake never heard any all the
0: ca- it was all those calves that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it was yeah. Yeah. alright well um I'm super excited. So not to
1: milk it anymore. Is there too much at stake here. Uh, I don't <laughs> want uh, to be a coward.
0: Any um, <laughs> and
4: for people who can't come can see our my awesome adaptation. Um, yeah, they do need they, to come see our. But, but we do, we do have um, Broadway coming up
0: too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, you'll, they'll you'll, get there, I know, but about, they're working hard right now They too, are. They are. Theater. And, and even air conditioning it's still pretty warm here. Yeah. yeah, but we got it. Yeah, but this is. They've I mean, this is it. the big, the big deal. Is this is the first one back? I mean, mm-hmm. it's exciting. I I feel like I've been on a desert island for eighteen months. Yep. So um, yeah, so super looking forward to it. And um, you guys have to just be prouder than you can even stand. That, I'm just wondering if i want to do this one. If well,
3: If
1: everybody
4: likes it, I'll be
1: very proud. <laughs> <laughs> if everybody doesn't like it,
0: it's my fault. I'm It's that adaptation. The props were great, though. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the the fact that, think, think long range, Aaron, yeah. from when you said, when you were hearing, oh, it's sad that there wasn't a Shakespeare Festival, yeah. and you went, Beth! <laughs> You're gonna and to grow from that to this in next year is ten years. Yeah, right. Ten, 10 years, ten years.
1: But I'm not surprised. I'm happy, pleasantly surprised, but not, but really not surprised. Not surprised. Yeah,
4: well, because we had the people with the drive that wanted to do it, and the worry of splitting our talent pool. Um, a lot of our musical actors are not the ones who want to do the Shakespeare, so right. or no, you know. No, not oh, not I can't sing, I can't dance, but ooh, I can still be on stage this summer. So right, yeah. exactly, and I can lose about ten pounds of weight. Well, I'll do it. City Diet Plan. Sweating to the oldies. Sweating to the
3: oldies.
0: Okay. Well, you guys, thanks. I can't wait to see you out. Um, to see Hamlet. It'll be very, very exciting. And then, we already know, we're not going to talk about next year, but I'm super excited for next year. Oh, <laughs> and guess who's directing? That's it And guess <laughs> who's producing? The My Singers! What?
1: Wow.
2: what? Next year!
1: Oh, Everything old no. is new again.
2: History. Everything old is
0: new again. And then someday we Everything. do... Something. We do have to do the we do have to do the Scottish play at some point. Oh, definitely. Um, and I think you'll And there will be a lot for all for Lady Mac. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right. So yes, um, thank you all for coming. I'm super excited. I appreciate your time and Thank you um, for having us. I'm gonna get us out of here. Uh, the Green Room is created by the Newtown Players. It is hosted by me, Stacy Oostering. Our producers are Kenny Faison and Stacey Park. Uh, our recording engineers tonight are us. Um, so if it's not good, blame Kenny Faison. Um, <laughs> our mixing engineer who does God's work because there's a lot that goes on before we start recording is Tim Joyce and the amazing um, music that you heard coming into this podcast as every week um is written composed and played by the only hunter martin the new town players can be found on twitter facebook and instagram all you got to do is search for new town players that's new town with an e you can listen to the green room on spotify apple podcasts or google podcasts and if you have an interesting idea for a future episode we would love to hear from you. Send us your theater horror stories. Send us your theater success stories. Tell us if you've seen one of Jenny Meisinger's adaptations oh, out my in man. town. <laughs> but well. you can email us at podcast at newtownplayers.org. Newtown with an E. And you can find us, as always, on the World Wide Web at www.ntpshows.com. Thanks once again for joining us in The Green Book.